Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line. And I want to know, hear your questions and comments today because we're here to fellowship. And good morning to everybody here. So let me get something real clear. We are here to fellowship. I'm not here to teach. I am not a teacher. And the problem is you've been taught so long by everybody and their mama, you've lost the reality of knowing for yourself. And that's one of the things I want to talk about today, all right? So I'm glad you're all here. And uh, one thing I want to get out of the way real fast is the Jesse Smollett situation. How many of you heard about that? Oh, good. Everybody. Everybody and their mama. What do you think about the Jesse Smollett situation? And you can be absolutely honest. Um, I think it's evil. And, uh, and what makes it evil? Because uh, he did it to incite and stir up anger in people uh, towards, uh, towards whites. Yeah. And uh, it's so obvious. And if you can't see it, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And people are still defending it. Um, and I don't know why. It's so Isn't obvious. Isn't that amazing that people are still defending it? It, it is. I, I really don't know why. It goes to show that battle, though, between good and evil. There are people who serve evil, and there are those who serve good. And the evil ones are supposed to defend it. But even if the evidence is evil. there, why do you think they continue? If the evidence is clear on what he did, he, he's, he's been arrested. Why do you think they still continue to defend? Because they are of their father, the devil. It's not in them, to be honest. They are doing what they're supposed to do. They are representing evil. And then the people, men and women of good are supposed to be, no matter what evil does, stand up for good. So they literally can't help it. They are doing their job. We just have to do our job. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Is this your first time here? Yes, first time. What's your name? Your Jason. Person? What is it? Jason. Jason, I'm mm -hmm. glad you're here, man. Thank you. Any questions why you had a mic or comment or anything? Um, no. Oh, okay. No questions. Not right now. Oh, right. Uh, maybe about your book, but I guess we can do that later. No. I, I wanted to buy some books. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can do that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely help you later. Thank you. All right. Uh, what did you think about that? Chanel, what did you think about it when you first heard it? Let's go to Chanel first. Um, has he been proven guilty? As a bat. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I thought it was just propaganda. And I think you thought what now? Propaganda. Did you believe him at any point? Um, no, when I initially saw the interview he did, um, yeah, I felt like there were, there were holes in his story. But, yeah, I just I didn't believe it right yeah. away. Amazing. Yeah. What did you think about a Surrey Dwight shirt? Um, I think it it exposed his racism towards white people. Yeah, I think that uh, what surprisingly is, I didn't hear anybody call him call him out on his racism except Trump when he tweeted it. Yeah, uh, directly to him, and um, so it's just it's just putting him out there on front street, exposing his racism, you know, for the world to see. Yeah, yeah, that, well, that's a, that's an important thing. Yeah, they wrote him out of the, I guess, the movie, TV show, whatever he's in. Right. The Empire, they wrote him out now. He's gone. Right. Ain't no use in praying for him no more. He's gone. <laughs> That's an amazing thing, huh? It is. Yeah. It is. And um, 
you know, finally, finally, uh, America is taking notice of how racist the left is. Yeah. You know, in modern times. Yeah. Against the right. Amazing. This young lady here. What did you think about it when you heard it? <laughs> um, I'm not too sure. I is that the one with that actor, right? Yeah, the black. I didn't uh, even know about homosexual. it. He told me about it. Oh, you didn't know about it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I mean, I don't know. You don't watch the news and stuff? No, not really. Uh, you're better really off. <laughs> That's how you hold on to your sanity. <laughs> right on. Good for you. What do you think about it? Look like Joel. Do you know you look like Joel? <laughs> I've been getting that lately. <laughs> you um, look just like Joel. Because you are, uh, what's your race? Creole. Oh, Creole too. Mm. As Joel. Just imagine when Joel get married, have babies, he's going to have Creole babies. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, well, I, I saw right through it when the uh, story first came out because, one, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, in Chicago, a.k.a. Chirac, uh, a MAGA, you know, it's MAGA country. I was like, that makes no sense. And then furthermore, um, it's, it was like, you know, below, you know, uh, below zero degrees. Yeah, it was too cold you know, out to be. Right. So, you know. Talking about Trump, mega hat. Yeah, so, you know, he's throwing bleach and, you know. <laughs> Bleach was supposed to, uh, is supposed to be freezing. Yeah. And then, you know, ironic, uh, you know, coincidentally, he has a noose around his, uh, around his neck. So it was like, it was, you know, full of it as soon as the story came out. So. Yeah. When he added a noose onto it, I knew it was a lie. Cause Trump supporters are not going to put a noose around your neck. They don't even attack you. Very well, man. Anybody? Oh, right here. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, my perspective on it is uh, in agreement with you. This is all a spiritual battle. Yeah. Um, it's it's not what we see. It's much more than what we see going Did on. Do you it's, believe it at all at any point? Uh, I didn't pay attention to it at first. I thought it was just like something very strange. Yes. Then I noticed some things. Um, the key ingredients to me are, number one, the city that it comes from. I notice as well it's in Chicago. There's a few cities in our country that are obvious just hubs of that evil spirit. Yes. Chicago is one of them. Um, and then the homosexuality and then all the racism and then the fact that he's involved in television. I mean, he's full of that evil spirit yes. that we're fighting against. Absolutely, man. Another hub of that evil spirit is New York City, by the way. Yeah. We know that. They own all the... The banking industry, the television industry, um, it, Donald Trump comes from there. Yeah. Donald Trump is full of that evil spirit as well. You think so? 100%. Amazing. Yes. The great white hope. Yeah. All right. We'll come back to that. Why do you say he is? Trump? Uh-huh. Uh, well, he's, he is the embodiment of that evil city of New York. In what way? What's the proof of that? Well, the fact that he built his Trump Tower right there. The fact that he's loved the on fact television. That he built, does he live in New York? Yeah. Where else will you build a Trump Tower? He's actually not from New York. He came to New York from New Jersey. But does he live in New York? Oh, Queens. Thank you. Yeah. From outside of New York City. Oh, okay. But he came there, built his big golden tower. He's literally, he's the embodiment of Mammon from the Bible. Who is Mammon? Mammon is like the god of greed. Oh, where is Mammon now? And, and material worship is <laughs> here among us. And so uh, you think because he built the Trump Tower there 
Because he's wealthy. And because he works for Jews. Because he worked for Jesus? The Jews. He worked for the Jews? The Jews who own all the money that he uses to build those things. Amazing. Yeah. Do you have money? No. Well, no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Uh, you, you love the Jews? No. You don't love anyone there? Well, let me explain to you what I mean. Because the Jews aren't people. The Jews... The Jews aren't people? That's right. What are they? Well, like you said, all isms aren't real. And Judaism are you white? is an ism. Mostly. Are you white? Mostly. Uh, I'm glad that you bring this up because uh, my concern is that young white males are growing up now hating the Jews. And They're like, finding out that Jews me, have ruined our entire world. Point. Let me finish this Okay. Point. Uh, young white males are hating the Jews no, and, no. and blaming them in the same manner that black males and females are blaming white people. And you guys don't realize you're headed down the wrong road. It's amazing that you don't see that. Uh, I don't care that you disagree with the Jews or whomever, but you're not supposed to hate. Well, I didn't say hate. And, you did. But, but and no. that's a leftist tactic. You just brought the word hate into this. And Anybody, I anyone that blames... Lesbians... So, Feminists, racists, bringing hate. You just did. Hold on a minute. Anyone that blames someone else for their failure, and that's what the white guys are doing now? No, we're not. You're blaming, and that means that you're a beta We're not blaming too. them for our failure. Real men are we're recognizing that they've Give infiltrated our good I, world. I don't have time for this. I got some other stuff in here. Look, he's going to shut him, me up because I brought him it up. Give him the mic. Give him the mic. He just took the... No. I, I don't want to debate about all that stuff. But... White male, hold on a minute, sir. You come with a, a no. You hold on. All right. Uh, white males are hating the Jews and blaming them in the same manner that the blacks are blaming the whites, and they're going to end up down the same road because he just said he didn't love the Jews, and if you don't love one person, you hate everybody, and that proved that. No, if you don't be quiet, you have to leave. So you come in with a, a stupid agenda. You're not coming to understand, all right? I don't mind. I don't mind talking about this. But I'm not going to debate you or argue with it. Not today. You can call the show if you like to debate it, but not now. I've called a lot of times. Oh, you have. What's your name again? Well, I never get through. It's always busy singing. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, and then with this Justice Smollett doing this thing that he's doing to create this anger and blaming white people. If we don't get rid of this anger, there will be a race war. And that's what the enemies want. They want a race war. And as soon as you get to fight one another in a race war, it will come. They're going to pass laws that are going to put all of us in jail. We're going to lose all our rights and everything. Because that's what the government wants. It wants to control us. Because the government can really stop all this crap if it wants to. It allowing it to happen to get men like that and black people to fight each other. And that stuff that Jesse Smaller did is pure evil. And that's what it's all about, folks. That's why I'm encouraging you to get over your anger so we can get, not have a race war. Because if we stand up and tell the truth, then there will be no war. All right? But a lot of white guys are getting into this stuff, and it's unfortunate. Right here. You had your hand, right? Yes. It's so unfortunate. And, and you can look at the black community, even if you are not of God, 
Can't you just kind of look at what has happened to them, how violent they are, how angry they are, how messed up the families are, how they're constantly blaming everyone, and now they're setting white people up. There have been so many cases where white people have been accused of racism, but the blacks did it themselves. They set it up at college campuses and the Duke Lacrosse and Tawana Brawley, and it's a, it's a temptation for Satan. But this is some serious stuff, and after that boy did what he did, and then I hear these white guys blaming the Jew. How are you going to blame the Jew? <laughs> Even if the Jew owned everything, what was wrong with you that you let him own everything? Why didn't you see it? Well, why were you asleep and let someone take your stuff, you know? But anyway, go ahead. Go, no, don't yell out. You can't do that. You're off mic. Yes, sir. And just to remind everybody, the Jesse Smollett case is not about Jesse and it's not about his career. He's closely tied with Cory Booker and Kamala Harris, and they just pushed through that anti-lynching bill. Yeah. It wasn't going to make it until that story came out, and then they closed the deal. Did it make it through? Yeah. They've already voted it in? Did you realize that lynching wasn't illegal prior to that? I mean, so just a few months ago, I could lynch people all day, and it was okay, but now we all know. But uh, I didn't even know. I know that uh, book. I knew that Booker and Camilla Harris and Tim Scott, uh, a righto Republican, had tried to get it through, but I didn't know. I didn't know it went through. It went through. Amazing. And it'll expand into more hate speech laws. Yeah, it will. And that's undermining the First Amendment. And that's the whole goal of all of this. Yeah, and that's what happens when you're asleep. They imprison you, and you don't see it coming. You think you're fighting good and just causes, and you're not. You don't see that you're being set up. That's amazing. I didn't know that bill got through like that. And that's why. It failed the first time. And then the white people were scared to say no to it. That's what it was, too. No, we don't get Especially since that incident supposed to have happened, and they rushed this bill there. How are you going to tell the black people no? The white people said yes to that, hanging themselves. And they don't see that they have been set up by the blacks. And the black leadership and others. It's crazy. It's so weird what's happening. But it's so much fun. <laughs> it is so much fun. Anything else? Oh, what did, what did your mama say after she left it last time? <laughs> did y'all hear his mama? That was amazing. When she said the part about masturbation, I was done. <laughs> I was like, this is not a bar. <laughs> Come around. What did she say when she left? Not a lot. Not, not a lot. She left without saying much, and uh, she texted me that she'd been doing some hard praying and was trying to figure it out. She'd been doing some hard praying? Yeah. <laughs> Tell her don't pray too hard. That's the problem. Um, uh, I was really impressed the way you dealt with her, though. She didn't get to you. You didn't seem to be afraid of her anymore. No. no. Were you surprised you were not afraid of her? I guess in comparison, but no, nothing nothing phases me or bothers me like that ever. What was it like for you and her before you overcame the anger? Well, I I cut ties a couple of years ago and built some distance. And that, I think, uh, released a lot of the holds that were there. And so, yeah, my identity wasn't mixed up in it. Yeah. I'm me. That's that. Did you go and forgive her? Yes. How did that go? Uh, you, you could surmise. Yeah, I can. That's it went. Amazing. It went. That's all, <laughs> all that matters. It, it went. Yeah. It's amazing what our parents can do to us, huh? 
It's like we're living with the enemy. It's mind-blowing. Well, I'm glad, man, but I hope she'll come back. Maybe. Does she teach Sunday school or something? Uh, no, no, not not. Because she said she taught the Bible or something. Uh, she she teaches some Bible studies and stuff with their church. She teaches Bible study at the church? Mm-hmm. At, the, at the home, you know, on Wednesday nights or whatever, I think. Can you imagine that? A lady teaching the Bible class that think that the vagina should be working like that? <laughs> <laughs> all in the name of Jesus. That is amazing. But all kind of weird things are happening today because men are weak. It really is. That's why it's happening. All right. But right on, man. I'm glad she came. Hopefully she'll come back. Yeah. It was a nice experience. Um, Right here. Oh, let me ask you. Did you believe... Right here. Come back. Did you believe Jesse Smollett's story at all at any point? I know I got excited about it as soon as I heard it because it was really easy to see the outcome. Yeah. And I I knew it would be like 10 points on our side. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've lavished in it from the beginning. Did anybody believe it at all? Not for a second. Oh, good. That's amazing. That's good. Yes, sir. Um, one thing I love about coming to this place, Jesse, is that you always allow it to be a two-way street. You talk, people talk. Yeah. You're fair. Yeah. But some people come in here and try and, you know, blast whatever they want to say to you, and I find that a bit disrespectful. But let's keep it respectful here is my message. But this is small thing. I, well, I, don't, I don't mind that people come with their anger and not stuff. Not at all. I, I know that. But it's not a talk show where they come and just want to just push yeah. this stuff on me. Yeah. I like the respectful place that we have. Yeah. But I was going to say the smaller thing, it's obvious how ridiculous it was, right? But do you know that his father is Polish-Russian? You can't get more Caucasian or whiter than that. And oh, he's yeah? denying his father... And his mother is obviously black, and she was part of the Black Panther stuff back in the oh, day. Oh, well, no wonder. But, but the, the, he's denying his father completely. Does that that count? Yeah. But what we're learning here. That's right. Like your father doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Look, uh, you can leave. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Were you ready? When you're ready for a change, come back. But for now, goodbye. Good, all right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Get him out. You got to go right now. You could have waited your turn, bro. All right. Go ahead. Well, that's the disrespect I was talking about, and yeah. he did it again. Um, you know what? It's just ridiculous how he's denying half of his family yeah. background. Yeah. So he's in trouble. Because yeah. I, I want to use other words about him because he could have caused a lot of problems. But it's good that he's exposed. But he's sick. He's got, he's got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens when you don't have fathers. I'm telling you, folks. Weird things can happen to you. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. Right here. You were out in the country? Yes, sir. Oh, welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. Were your wife happy to see you when you got back? Seems so, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she missed you. Yeah, me too. Um, we had an amazing women's forum on uh, Thursday night. It was really something. And you can tell that the ladies are changing. There was one lady there, without getting all into it, she talked about how she didn't like me when she first came. She's like, no, I don't like you, right? But then she thought about it and... She started to examine things, and she woke up, and it had been amazing. And 
she have friends that are kind of, you know, are in the father state, but she can now see where they're coming from and just be honest with them and how her friends are reacting to it. And I'm bringing up that point because once you wake up, your friends are not going to like you. Some will that want to wake up, but others won't. But don't be afraid to let them go because people have the right to be wrong. They really do. And you don't have a right to be angry at them for being wrong. They have a right to be. I don't care if it's my kids or my dad and my mama, even though they did. My aunt or anybody, if they want to be wrong, you can be wrong. No sweat off my bra. Even God doesn't care if you be wrong. He'll warn you, but if you don't listen, he'll let you end up on skid row. He's not going to force you to love him. He just won't. And, and I want you guys and ladies to remember that. Don't try to impose upon people the truth because they have a right to be wrong. And don't be mad at them when they're wrong, really, because some people have to suffer through it. Some will wake up and others will die. They won't wake up. And there's nothing you can do about it. So remember that. Don't be forcing your stuff. Yes. So I just wanted to say with the Jesse Smolik, uh, I think it magnifies how we're easily manipulated through our emotions. Yes. I'm really angry about it now because I disagree. I'm really angry. I'm, I'm really emotional. This hurt me. Let me write a huge blog about it. That's right. When you don't even really have the facts. It's yeah. just I'm mad. So I'm going to act on it. Very good point. We got to overcome the spirit of anger. Anger is evil. Whomever have told you that anger is good, that you can control it, that it uh, is natural, they lied to you. It is not natural. It is an evil spirit that make a home in you as a result of being made. We, once you become angry at your parents, you lose your way. It's so amazing. Um. I won't tell y'all who told me this, but I just want to give you an example of anger. So we were talking, I was talking to some friends yesterday about sex and stuff like that because they watch me all the time. And, and one person, a Christian told me that set, that God is sex. <laughs> Have you heard that before? <laughs> I'm like, God is sex? Will you come on my show and say that? At first they said yes, but then they said no. <laughs> I never heard that God is sex. How many people think God is sex? You could admit it, no problem. <laughs> he said God made everything, so God made sex. How many people believe God made sex? Oh, look at all the freaks. <laughs> Y'all believe, let me see that again. <laughs> Wow, I got to move a little faster then. That's amazing. I have never heard that God made sex. Amazing. Let me get this one. Oh, Ed, you had a question. Come here first. How about this? Right. Go ahead. What you're talking about? Like the subject is past us. I, no, I, I'm going to come back to it. I got to hear this God sex thing. Maybe I believe sex is God. You believe sex when, is when God? I was Fifteen years old, yeah. Sure. But what? what you about to? Uh, but you about to come in on something else? Go ahead. No, I was just going to. I was just going to. We'll come back to the sex and God thing. I was just going to say that that I was hoping for what we kind of have forgotten about due process. I mean, feeling one way or the other about this. I, I heard it and I go, let's hope 
that that the media and everybody else and they couldn't but could hold back long enough to find out what the facts really were yeah that was one thought and and in this case when the police chief came out and said this is a lot of baloney that he had done his investigation right that was that was a good thing a lot of so due process is kind of is missing these days yes um and if if only the media could could work with that the other one is i definitely found that i i felt that just because Trump is president. He's saying some of the things he's doing. People are much less afraid of calling BS on something like this. They're going, uh, I don't believe this. I think people are standing up now saying this was a lot of baloney. Yeah. And just because he's black, they're not being, and they may be white, they're not being called racist necessarily. They're yes. being called racist, but there's enough people on their side. So those are two things I saw about it. I looked at that. I go, let's find out. I, you know, you can believe that a couple people beat up a guy. You can believe that. But the when you read it, it sounded weird, right? Yeah. But, when, but I didn't believe that. The headline about. itself, yeah, okay, yeah. some guy got beat up. Right. But, you know, and some people, I mean, I've known enough folks that got into fights drunk on a Friday night and done stupid things. I've known. Yeah. That happens. You ever done that? No. But, you ever wore blackface? No. <laughs> I wore blackface once. No. <laughs> 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 did y'all, did y'all see that, um, that? That was like Al Jolson, 1929. I mean, that was uh, it, that's even before me, if you can imagine. Did y'all see that all the white people were wearing white, black faces over the years? Because it wasn't a big deal. And so at first, the white people were like, no, I didn't wear a black face. Now, although the entertainers have worn them, politicians have worn them, even Whoopi Goldberg's ex-boyfriend wore one. And she was sitting right there looking at it and thought it was funny. Because in those days when men were men and boys were boys, it wasn't a big deal. It was not a big deal. And it's not a big deal now, to be honest with you. It's really not. And we'll get to that more. Jane wore a black face. <laughs> Did you know that? I'm not surprised by James, though. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. The last one. Uh, this, and then I'll move on to the other thing. Oh, uh, I want to make a comment about that Jesse Smaller case. Yes. Uh, I've been a victim of crime, so I did have the benefit of doubt on his side. Uh, but the problem is, is that I didn't go on Instagram and say, oh, I was a victim of crime. I didn't, I didn't go out to the world and try to incite hatred. And if he was really beaten and loving and knew a part of God, he, he wouldn't have gone and done that. He wouldn't right. want to create right. the strife. Yeah. He just wanted to seek the truth and do the right thing, but not this Absolutely. whole, because Hollywood and the media are, that's what it is. They're so intertwined that the media is now Hollywood. So how are we supposed to know what's real or not anymore? And these people hate the president so much, they'll grab hold of anything that sounds like it's negative and blame him for it as well. It's all about that, too. And, uh, and uh, I want to end this subject because I want to move on now. But when I first heard the story, you're going to listen. I can play it on the radio. I said he was lying. This boy is lying. I've been saying for the last 29 years, and we're 29 years now, the, the organization is, that if white people don't start speaking up, that things will get worse and worse and worse. Because if you don't speak up, evil will end up destroying you. You're giving the power to evil by not speaking up for yourself. Even if you're in a relationship and someone is doing you wrong, men or women, or man or woman, if you don't speak up about it, they'll destroy you. Because you've given them the power over you. And for the uh, last 29 years, I've been writing and telling white people, you better speak up. It's going to only get worse. 
And then I, at the time I was wondering, why don't the white men speak up? Why are you sacrificing your children to this kind of stuff? And what the blacks were complaining about were all lies anyway. These folks know nothing about slavery. They know nothing about so-called racism, which doesn't exist anyway. And, but the whites wouldn't speak up. They're afraid of being called racist. And then it just got to the point where they can accuse white people, and then you find out that they lie, everybody just go back to the corner. Because white people are not going to protest. They're not going to do anything about it. Uh, we had the Tawana Brawler situation where this black girl years ago accused white officers and other white people, found out that she lied. She said they had raped her and beat her up and find out she lied about that whole story. But those white people's lives were destroyed. No big deal. Okay, we'll just wait for the next situation. And then one thing after another will start happening. Uh, recently, there was a, uh, a killing in Houston where I guess a girl was in a car with her family, and so some guy shot in there and killed her accidentally, whatever. And they blame a white man. And, and then these people come out the woodworks. These blacks came out, oh, I'm so scared for my life. This is slavery all over. And then you find out that a black guy did it. They arrested a black guy. No apology. They just dropped it and went all about their business. And, and, but what's so weird about it, white people didn't say anything about it. Like, hey, you owe me an apology. <laughs> Sheila Jackson Lee is a representative. And they should at least make her, that woman, apologize. But nothing. And so it's like that in your own personal life. If you don't face the fact that you're being controlled by evil, it will destroy you. It, it makes you do things you wish you would not do. And then it will destroy your relationships, your own children. It will destroy. It has, it's a life. And if white people don't start speaking up now, I don't know what's going to happen. A race war is on the way because this boy lied. And he made up the lie, they say, because he wanted a raise on his job or something. And so he made up a lie that some white people put a noose around my neck, yelled out mega hat, whatever they did, Trump or whatever. All lies, and the white people were just silent about it. And this boy will get away with it. He may go to jail for a day or two, but you're still going to have the children of the lie defending him. And then some of you are going to be afraid to speak up and say, no, he lied. He, he, hired him. So what? NBC hired him. They hired him? The play on the movie? Uh, maybe a newscaster. Or NBC hired him? I believe so. When did this happen? I saw a headline. I don't know anything other than that. But I, I doubt if they hire him right now because he got to go to court and everything. Because of the police. Even when the black police admitted this guy was wrong, I felt nice about that. Because it's nice to see black people stand up for something good. All people, really, but especially black people. But I want you all to know they tried to handicap all of us, really, and especially men. Every man in the eyes of uh, beta males and beta women are rapists, molesters, abusive, uh, no matter how innocent you are. They see you that way. And when you believe into something, that's how you see it. You can't see it in clear. So I'm glad you all are here, and I hope you're waking up. And I know a lot of you are, because if we can stand up against this, which is with the truth, it'll change. Because the lie really don't have power. It doesn't have power at all. No power at all, except that you give it to it. If you give into it with fear, 
you give it a power. But it's all an illusion. It doesn't have any power at all. That's why they go violent. You know how, how they want to fight you nowadays. If you wear a hat, they want to take it off. Because they're violent. They don't have power with their words or anything unless you give in to it. That's why you got to overcome evil so you can fight it with good. Yes, sir. Uh, come with the mic. You had your hand, right? Okay. Then I got to get to the sex thing. I had no idea y'all thought God made sex. Uh, all right. The Jesse Smollett thing, I think, is more than just about anti-white, but it's more about division. Like you saw with the guy who was... Yeah. He, had, he already started getting into the mentality that it's Jewish people, that it's different kinds of people. He tried to, he's, he's thinking, he's saying these things yeah. there's a divide. That's right. But in all honesty, it's just good and evil. It's That's either, right. It's either there's, there, there's also good, I'm pretty sure there's poor Jewish people. And there's not like every single Jewish person out in the world is rich. Right. I doubt it. You know, let's. I even saw, <laughs> you know, I saw a homeless Jew person. I'm like, what are you doing out here? I thought y'all had all the. See what I'm saying? Who's right. I supposed to have all the money? Why are you here? He was all homeless. <laughs> and, and not only that, it's like it's like every once in a while they make they they come up with something with like me too. Men are men are this. Or, yeah. Or it's like they they always target a certain like they don't have to be white. They don't have to be a certain color, but they 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 target a certain ideology. Yeah. You know. No yeah. matter no matter what the movement is, or no matter what the the case is, it's always about the ideology, not really about the race. That's you, right. You really see it. I tried to say to I know some uh, white males who hate the Jews, and I'm trying to tell them in all cultures there are good and evil. You have the liberal Jews, you have the conservative ones. In the black community, you have the conservative blacks, you have the liberal ones, the evil ones. In the white community, it doesn't matter who you are, what race. It has nothing to do to race. It's a spirit. That is in there. And it happened to all races. Satan doesn't care whether, where you're coming from or how much money you have or don't have. He'll get you. You're, so you're absolutely right, ma'am. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, okay. Well, I watch you every day in oh, YouTube. You. So this is your first time I just, here? yeah, my first time. I come from Orange County, so I just wanted to check you out. So right on. Thank you for coming and thanks for watching. Oh, you're welcome. I just have a question. Everything that's being discussed is, and I see you have the Bible open. What verses can you give related to what's going on in the world and all this hate and evil that's going on? Uh, what verse can I give? Yeah, from the Bible. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, okay. but against spirits and principalities and wickedness in high places. Okay. Our battle is a spiritual battle. The world is telling us that it's physical, but it's not. Okay. It's all spiritual all the time. Okay. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Any other questions for me? No, that's it. Thank okay. You. That's a good one. Uh, y'all, do y'all know Daniel? Daniel is the new radio producer. Daniel is, Daniel me. <laughs> Daniel be yelling at Joel. <laughs> I told you to do it. Why didn't you do it? <laughs> Joel's like, well, I, I did it because, no, I told you to do it. <laughs> A good, smart guy, he's not me. Just controlling. <laughs> Are you controlling, are you? No, I'm not controlling. Are you mean? I'm not mean. What do you do? I try to be nice, but... 
I have a lot of respect for Daniel because he jumped in his car one day. He lived in Florida. He decided, I'm going down to California to get a job for Bond. He jumped in his car. We didn't know he was coming. Never heard of him. No application, no nothing. He walked in and took a job. I'm like, who are you? I'm Daniel. I want a job. I'm like, what do you want? Which one? I'll take the PR. I'll take janitor. I'll take whatever you have. And it was a lucky, fortunate time for him because we had to open it for the PR, uh, the uh, producer. And uh, so we taught him how to be the producer, and he's excellent at what he's doing. Very serious about it, too, so really nice. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. So let me see the hands of the people who believe sex is God, that God created sex. Wow. Frankie, you had your hand? Whoa, and he's old. You believe that too? Not that God is sex, but God created sex. You believe God created sex. Let's do five minutes of this. Because <laughs> I want to get to something very important. Why do you believe God created sex? Well, I look at it from like like a scientific viewpoint. Like so it like men and women were intellectually designed to fit one another. So I view sex more as a mechanism that God created for babies to be produced. Interesting. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so she's like, come on, honey. God made this sex. Come on. <laughs> That's amazing. Anybody else along here? Oh, you do too, sir? I, I agree with what she said. Oh, take the mic. Why do you believe God created sex? We're going to do five minutes only. I got some else to get to. Well, I, th- I think our bodies are created in a way that that mesh together to, you know, mesh together. We're, we're designed that way to have sex so we could produce. Your mother produce would enjoy this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's how we yes. have children. Add this one caveat. It's more of he designed sex for marriage. So I'm, okay. I'm not saying, oh, just right. go out and. Yeah, yeah. I realize yeah. that. Yeah. You believe God created sex? Yeah. Uh, I believe he created it to uh, reproduce so we can reproduce. Amazing. Not not uh, something to this do for fun. Oh, so interesting. I thought I have to apologize to my friend now. He's not the only one that thinks this. Wait, so I can't believe he was thinking that. How, how should we reproduce then? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. Uh, right here, right? Okay. You believe God created sex? Well, what they said, uh, he created Adam and Eve so that they could come together. By having sex, they reproduced and had children. So you believe God created sex? Yes. Okay, I got to have you on record. <laughs> and right next to you, you believe? Well, he said be fruitful and multiply. Right. And when when he was making, uh, uh, you know, uh, the animals and everything, it says uh, that and they would reproduce after their kind. Same thing with plants and everything. So that's just uh, he created everything. So obviously, I mean, I believe there's a uh, he designed it for purpose. Like there's a right and wrong way to do it, just like any anything else. Now, what are y'all so into sex? (laughs) No problem. God made this. Same way with the marijuana, too. There are people who think God made the marijuana, right? Yeah. 
Uh, you believe God made sex? Yeah, well, until now. <laughs> but I haven't given my answer yet, so yeah, I, I may be agreeing with you guys. Yeah. I just never yes. heard it said before. Right, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> the same reason, uh, that's why I believe it, whatever, all what they said, oh, okay. that's why. But I, I do, I, I, I realize this, like I was talking with my, with my brother uh, not too long ago, yeah. and we realized that the emotions and are related to the instincts. So I feel like if he didn't create se- sex or the instinct, he didn't create emotions neither. And so if you think he didn't create emotions, well, it, I, I, I might, you know, agree that he didn't create the instinct. Amazing. Is this your first time here? Oh, yeah, it's my first What's time What's your here. first name? Kevin. Kevin, you believe God created sex? Mm, not necessarily. I think God Who? created love. I think sex is the absence of love. Oh, okay, so you don't think God no, created sex? No, I, right. I do not. Amazing. You have any questions for me? This is your first time? Yeah, it's my first time here. Yes. Any questions? Uh, probably more about forgiving you know, your mother and father, which oh, I'm okay. still going through. All right, I'll come right back. Okay. Let me do this sex thing. I'm about to run out of time. Uh, how about over this, in the red shirt, and then Mark? Way in the back. You believe God created sex? Um, I'm open to the possibility that he did, yeah. Do you believe God created sex? Yeah, if we're going to talk biblically, yeah. But if in the we're Bible talk, said God it, created sex? Where is that No, it didn't. It didn't, no. Huh? Not in the Bible, but I think it follows logically that if there's Adam and Eve, there was a way to repopulate, and it had to be sex. Okay. Otherwise, if we talk about, like, secularly, biologically, I think it just evolved that that's the way it would be reproduced. Interesting. Mark, you say you believe God created sex. No, I have a question. Oh, no. Well, I'll come back to you then. It's about this. No, I only want the people right okay. now who say they believe God created sex because I got to get to something very important. Then I'll let you okay, ask I that do. You, <laughs> I knew you looked like you believed it. Yeah. You believe God created sex. Yeah, in Genesis 3.16, he says to the woman, he said, I will increase your pain in childbearing and the man will be your master. And I've heard you say he created that as a punishment. Okay. So he did create it. Biblically. All right. Amazing. But does that mean that there was a wave to procreate other than that before? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. Let me get everybody on all these sex ads on, on there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Let me see the hands over here again. The young lady in the blue uh, blouse, do you believe God created sex? Yes, I do believe God created sex. Is this your first time here? Yes. What's your first name? My name is Darlene. I'm sorry? Darlene. Darlene, okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you believe, I have a cousin named Darlene. <laughs> Why do you believe God created sex? Uh, for the purpose of reproduction. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, right behind you, the black guy. We know the black men believe it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they love uh, sex. Well, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, I love it. Um, the same reason. <laughs> the same, the same I'm reason. I'm glad to see you, man. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. A How are your bit. kids? They're good. Oh, good, man. Yeah, really good. Okay. Well, my daughter's still, she's 13, so however you want to see that. Right. It's being good or bad, but why do you believe God created sex? I, I think he, I think it was that he, yeah, to re to reproduce, you know, you have to have sex. So, in my mind, I'm thinking he created sex so we could reproduce. Other than that, we wouldn't reproduce unless oh, okay. you wanna, unless you want to call it a different name, hanging and banging or whatever. All right. Yeah. Uh, anybody on this side? 
Don't be afraid. There's a white blouse in the back. Where in the back and then the guy in the white shirts. Can we open up those curtains back there so the people can sit on the couch if they come in? Okay. Make sure there's nothing on the couch. Go ahead. Where's you believe God created sex? I do. And why? Um, because we were anatomically built for that process to have to take place, you know, for the conception to happen. Yeah. Without it, it would be immaculate conception. That's the only thing I think could happen. But where is the father in that? Like in the rearing of that child, if God gives you the baby. Um, but also with the sex thing, I think that the pleasure aspect comes from somewhere else. I don't think that comes from God. Okay. Because that's what a lot of people are driven by. The All pleasure right. aspect. It's not... They don't use sex for what it was created for. All right. So that's why it's a little, it's corrupt right now. Amazing. Yeah. The guy in the white t-shirt right here. Anybody mm-hmm. else on this side believe that? Oh, nobody doesn't believe that. Oh, you do. All right. You believe God created sex. Uh, I would say I agree with all of the above that pretty much everyone was saying. Right. Um, I guess it's called copulation. And... How would the seed reach the female without, you know, intercourse? So okay. That's what I would say. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the guy in the red hat. You believe, is this your first time here? Uh, no, it came last week. Okay. Is this your, your, your first time in a white shirt, right? Okay, I'll come back to you for your question. You believe God created sex? I think God allowed it to happen. I think that originally it wasn't supposed to be, but uh, due to Adam and Eve, it's part of the fallen state. Um, I don't think he intended it, but he allowed it to happen after Adam and Eve. Very interesting. Because, you know, sex can lead to addiction, porn addiction, and I don't think that's obviously God created. So I think it was a byproduct, and he allowed it to to happen. Okay. Uh, The guy in the hat, do you believe God created sex? Do I believe God created sex? No. Do you believe God created sex? Yes. And why do you believe? Take the mic for me. Uh, reproduction. He created sex for reproduction? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the last one here. You said you believe that, right? Like, I was going to say as a, uh, God created it as a punishment, you know, because before we were perfect, we took we, we didn't have pain or nothing. So it was a punishment from God. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the rest of you don't believe God created sex. Am I right? Nope. Y'all won't say nothing? <laughs> Let me ask you, y'all lady in the glass. You don't believe God created sex? Never thought of it that way, so <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's interesting thought, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked when I heard it yesterday, but now I'm even shocker. <laughs> right now. And so, uh, do you believe it, sir? I think it has to do with the fall. Just, oh, okay. like, just like death and other things. All right. So, we'll get to it next Sunday. <laughs> Smoke on it. Because <laughs> if I tell you, oh, Francisco, you had your hand, right? Frank is an old timer. You believe God created sex? No, no, I was, I was just joking. Oh, you're just joking? Uh, I'm about to let you have it. Some people like too old to believe that, right? Okay. So, um, any questions for me before I have something I really want to share with you guys? But I want to make sure I answer your question. Yes, sir. 
Um, do you remember Phil Advice? Phil Advice show? You've had him on your show a couple times. The fat black guy? Yeah. Yes. What's his deal with, because um, you ask him, is he the head of his wife? And he can never, you've interviewed him, I think, four or five times? Yeah. He can never answer it. And then he even calls you a fool because you keep repeating the same question. Yes. But he he's the fool because he's not right. answering it. He what, what do you mother. think his problem is? He hates his mother. He's married to his mother. But when you hate your mother, you can't stand up to your woman. Whether it's your girlfriend, your fiance, or your wife. And so that's why he's doing it. Remember when you were in the father's state, you were afraid of women? You, you remember that? Yep. Are you still afraid of women? Uh, no. You're not? No. Are you married? No. Are you dating? Uh, not, not right now. Oh. And you're not living with a woman? No. So you, at one time, you were afraid to speak up to women and disagree and all that, right? Yes. Yeah. And that was because you hate your mother. And you end up married to your mother or living with her or whatever. Good, man. But that's what it's all about. Yeah. Because he can never answer that. He's just like. Yeah. The beauty about waking up, God allow you to see what's going on. And seeing it protects you from it. He loves you enough to protect you by allowing you to see. And then he goes on his channel thinking that he owned you. And I'm just like, dude, yeah. you look like a fool. And yeah. then you want to say that you owned him? <laughs> yeah, they can't see. So you just wish him well. That's why I do, when they have asked me to do interviews, I do them because I want to get the truth out there. Yeah. Whether to the people who hate the Jews or people who hate the blacks or the blacks who hate the whites and so on and so on. We got to put the truth out there. Did you have your hand? Yeah. Okay, right here. I was just wondering if there's any advice you can give me to help me with, like, the silent prayer, because it seems like I, uh, <laughs> I want to do it, but I just end up filling my time with other things. Like, yeah. And then I just kind of forget about it. I say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it the next day. And so you want to know how to not put it off? Yeah. Uh, you just have to suffer some more. Okay. Suffer and die. And eventually, you're a crowd to God. There's nothing a human being can do about that. You just haven't suffered enough. Because one thing, the silent prayer will work. When you're ready to overcome, and you just be still and know the Father, he will start revealing himself to you, and you will see what's going on, and it'll all start to disappear. Have you forgiven your mother? Yeah. You went to her? Yeah. And what happened? Uh, she started crying, and, uh, but she understood where I was coming from. So she was like crying, I understand, though. Yeah, that pretty much, said. yeah. What did you say to her? Um, what did I say to her? I just said that, um, I just told her that I had been, that I wanted to apologize to you because I was, I've been angry at you, and um, and it's just because you kind of, um, like, you babied me, and you spoiled me, yeah. and you... Uh, That's so unfortunate. Yeah, and I can't, like, I wasn't able to really function and deal with women and... Yeah. And really uh, deal with, deal with, uh, just deal with my own troubles. She's always bailing me out and giving me money when I needed it. So yeah, amazing. Are you? How old are you? Thirty. You're thirty. Yeah. Oh, you look younger. Are you living at home now? No. You're not living with your mother. No. You have your own place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good man. This is my new mom, though. This is what? My new mother. This is your new mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are dating? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> did you know you were his mother? Yeah. You knew it? Yeah. Uh, how did you know, let her have a mic, how did you know you were his mother? Uh, I mean, we watched the show. Kind oh, of, I mean, not all the time. I yeah. Mean, so I, 
already kind of know, and then sometimes yeah. like he'll be like, "Don't like you're acting like my mom," or so yeah. I'm like, okay. "You guys live together?" Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> you living with mama? You're never gonna get better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I know." Uh, what is it like being married to? I mean, living with a beta male. What is it, before you found out for me that it's beta? What was it like for you knowing you had a weak male? Um, I don't know. Who's phone that? Can you cut it off for me, Rick? Okay. What was it like? <laughs> What's it like knowing that you had a weak male? Um, I don't know. Um, didn't really think of it at first till I so. <laughs> he black. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Um, I didn't really know he was one. I thought he was more, con like, I thought he was a man. Oh, you thought he was yeah, a man? Yeah, I thought he was Did a you man. think that a real man would have sex with you before marriage and live with you before marriage? You thought that was manly? Yeah. Why do you think that was manly? It showed no respect for the woman. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't grow up um, really, I don't know, maybe the way I grew up? I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. So it, it wasn't like a... Uh, you need to wait before marriage, or it wasn't like that. Your parents yeah. didn't teach you that? No. Were they married? Yeah. So you were born into a marriage, a, family, a father and mother who were already married, right? Yes. Why that didn't rub off? If they did it the right way, why, even if they didn't tell you to do it the right way, why mm -hmm. do you recognize when my parents are married, why would I want to live with a guy? Why didn't that rub off on you? Um, I don't know. Uh, society kind of oh, yeah. like you would say it kind of it's okay to do to live with the like get to know them before you marry them so yeah. I guess that played a role how do you feel about that now that you're waking up and seeing that that's wrong um I I, I don't know if I see it as oh wrong. you still don't see it as being wrong yeah okay. I mean I I'm, I don't know how to put it uh, no I understand that like, we lived together, it, and then we started knowing all of this stuff, so yeah. it's kind of hard to go backwards. And we already tried. We talked about it, like, how to go backwards and, right. like, fix it, but right. I'm and in school, and it's kind of hard, so I don't have much money. We live together. So. Are you you're in college right now? Y yeah. Oh, okay. And so it's hard to stop doing what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it hard for you, too, to stop? Um... I don't know if it's hard. I would say, yeah, it's kind of hard, but, um, like, some of the stuff is falling away, like the sex, and um, and we have talked about how, you know, I can move out. Even though it's my house, like, I'll live there, and I'll move out somewhere, and um, just, but we're trying to figure it out how it's going to work. Oh, okay. So we want we want to do the right thing, though. Yeah, you got to, now that you're waking up to it, you got to do the right thing. Otherwise, your life's going to be hell. That's why God is trying to draw you back so your life can be perfect. But if you keep doing what you're doing, I know that it's hard to, you like, emotionally you are tied to one another, and that it's hard, but once you see that you got to do the right thing, it's best to do it. And then everything else will start to work out, too. It really will. So at least you're not having the sex thing anymore, right? Is that right? I can't hear you. <laughs> well, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, like, like a day or two? <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. here's what I recommend, that both of you do the silent prayer. Just start doing it, man. Satan doesn't want you to do it. The last thing he wants you to do is to be still and allow the Holy Spirit to pray for you because it's going to pray perfectly for you, and you'll start waking up, and he will lose you. Satan will lose you, and he doesn't want that.
And so that's why he's telling you, oh, you're busy. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to stop listening to the thoughts. And I recommend you, both of you start the prayer right away. And you'll see how to work this out. It'll work out. I understand, you know, you have a house, you're living there, finance is bad. It'll work out. When you want to do the right thing and you start doing it, everything come together for you. That makes sense? So I would recommend sleeping in separate bedrooms. Is that possible? I can't hear you. Yes. Oh, okay. At least do that for now and then do the silent prayer and uh, it'll work out. Yes. It's just, I mean, I, I listen, but I haven't, like, dedicated myself to do this, I guess. Right. I don't yeah. really. So when you say do the silent prayer, I know I'm not going to do it. I mean, because I haven't, I know I'm not going to do it right. because I haven't dedicated. Okay. Suffer and die. Well, yeah, I'm, I don't know. So we've talked about it. Yeah. Like, I'm not dedicated to this right now. I mean, right. I, 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 we listen to you. I mean, I sit there I with understand. him just because I support him. But, and I was like, well, if you go this way, well, then how are you going to feel about me? And then so he was like, well, once I become a man, then I can, you can follow me. or Right. And then you will see it, and then you will open up. Yes. So do I So you're concerned about once you wake up and become a man, how is he going to feel about you? Yeah. Oh, uh, you worried about that? No, not worried about What's it. What's concerned but, about it? Uh, concerned, but not too much. I mean, right. not really focusing on it. But. but once you wake up, if you guys do it the right way, he may end up becoming the perfect husband for you okay. until death do your part, right. you know. But uh, if she's not ready to wake up, you're going to have hell on your hand. You understand that? So you got to be serious about it and don't let her seduce you. You know what I mean? Make sure you sleep in a separate room and don't let her come in and try to tempt you. Oh, come on, babe. <laughs> I love you, baby. You gotta, uh, if you can't handle it, one of you going to have to go. Because once you wake up, it works when you go back to sleep if you should go back. It's best not to know the truth and stay in your hellhole than to know the truth and fall back into it. It's double trouble. It really is. I don't mean to scare you. Are you scared now? No. No, right. <laughs> because you haven't accepted it anyway. Right? You're oh. not ready for that. And when I say suffer and die, all people who have anger are dying. They are not living. Your soul is separated from God, so you're really dying. You're in the darkness and don't know it, but you're dying. Uh, so what are you going to do, man? Going to... Uh do the silent prayer yeah. and sleep in another room. Right. And um, Lock your door. Lock the door. Lock your door! Because <laughs> <laughs> she go bang at 12 o'clock at night. Hey, honey, you wake? <laughs> you asleep? You're going to be like, yeah, I'm asleep. <laughs> but yeah, make sure you do it. But don't worry about it. Don't freak out. It's enough to see that you're wrong. Start the prayer and you got to work it out. All right? Because I know it's hard once you've been together like that. Especially with emotions and stuff. And so many people have been told it's okay to have sex before marriage, to live together. And they try to control you. Once they demoralize you, they got you. In so many ways, too. And I have another way coming up in a minute. Any other questions? Be sure to ask me what you need to know. Uh, not right now. Okay. All right. I saw this young lady right here had a question. <clears throat> Jesse, I have, a, I have a beta at home. He's a six-year-old. He's a six-year-old, and I'm so scared for him. Um, he has three older sisters. Yeah. 
and he gets um, beat down for being, I guess, a little weenie. And uh, I want to help him because I've been done doing so uh, so many things wrong with him. Yeah. I I guess I'm a, like another one of his sisters. So I your beat him son down is a little beta male right now. Yes. Where's the father? He is. He got deported. Um, he's in the picture. But like I said, he's in another country, oh, okay. so he doesn't get to see him that often. And my son yearns for his father. Yeah, I know it. I, I take him out once in a while by himself, and he asks me so many questions. Um, sometimes, you know, I sit and uh, give him very short answers because I don't yeah. want to mess up. So my question is, how can I uplift him to be a man? Because I don't want him to be a man and be um, confused. Perfect question. You gotta let all your anger go. You gotta forgive your father and your mother and love your father. That means you don't hate him. Don't be angry at him. I've and done once that. Once you love him, then the love of God will operate through you. I've done that. And your son will see it, he'll pick it up, and he'll be fine. Yeah. I, I think I, he I, will see that not only do you love your father, you love his father too. Because if you could say one thing, but he could reach a spirit. We are spirit to spirit, but if you secretly hate his father, then he doesn't have a chance. But if you don't hate his father, he'll be fine mm -hmm. because God will operate through you, too. Yeah, I just have to forgive my mom. Yeah. I think I've been like my mom yeah. for a very long time. I used to hate my dad. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, until over, last year, I forgave my father. That was like, it was yeah. so refreshing. Um, so I think I have to forgive my mother. Well, yeah, once you forgive your mother, you're going to fly like a bird. So be sure to forgive your mother. Is your mother just, is she in this country? No. Oh, okay. Make sure you call her up or do something and forgive her. Have an honor. And don't say, Mommy, I love you. You don't love her. She's just very scary. She's like a man. Yeah. <laughs> She's very, man. Well, not like a man, but yeah. she has a lot of anger. Yeah. Well, let her yell and scream and whatever. It's on her, not you. You say, look, you could be crazy as you want. I just want to say I'm sorry for hating your craziness. You can't help yourself. I'm wrong. Because the problem is, it's not what happened to you. The problem is the anger. You're, being, you're upset about what happened. Mm -hmm. If someone beats you up and you never got mad about it, you'll be fine. So it's okay for him to be like a little, a little weak right now? Uh, he'll overcome it as soon as you overcome the anger. Yeah. Because he'll see the real love in you. He's not able to live with his father or visit his father, right? Yes. He is? Yes. Let him go visit his father. Are you afraid to let him visit his father? No. Oh, I, love let him visit. I love it when they're but wrong. But I still want you to overcome the anger and encourage your son to visit the father and the father to be with the son. So no more outbursts. No, no more, more outbursts at all. No because getting angry at him, him or telling him what to do, when to do it. No. Let's say that you need him to take the trash out. Take the trash out, Johnny, and then leave him alone. He'll take it out. But if you yell at him, you become angry, he won't. You take his time, and then you yell some more, and then you yell some more. How about when his sisters bash on him? I'm going to tell you, you got to keep the sisters off him. Because a little boy cannot handle that many females around him. It's all, <laughs> they'll drive him insane. Yeah, he has like no adult, adult male figure at all. Yeah. Well, make sure you tell your, uh, your daughters to stay off him. Stop pushing him around. Stop telling him what to do. Stop yelling at him, and then let your son know whenever they do it to let you know so you can correct it. All right? And, but mm -hmm. once he sees the love in you, he'll start to change. He really will. Because it's your action, not what you say, but the way you live.
Yeah, I've um, I've heard that you shouldn't trust what a woman says. What a woman said. But what a woman does. Yes. Never, ever, 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 never, 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 ever trust a woman. And that, that's true. That's true because I can manipulate you, you through words. Because you but listen it's, to the woman. Yeah, it's very different what I do. Yes. That's why I want you to let the anger go and God will operate through you and you will do the right thing. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that. But I've been really, doing that. Are you doing the silent prayer? I, not cons- consistently, but when I've done it, I've, I've, my eyes have opened. Yes. I, I feel like, uh, I am, I am, um, open to the truth. I like the truth. It's amazing how y'all don't stay with the prayer. Who's not doing the prayer every day and every night at least? Who's not doing it? That's amazing. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not doing it. Uh, right here. You're waking up. Why are you not doing it? Because uh, Friday night, sometimes I stay up late watching TV or anything like that and just want to go to sleep. Oh, you're like, forget about God. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. You guys are going to suffer if you don't do the prayer. Because you're not going to be able to see. Because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And the Holy Spirit is interceding on your behalf. So it's best to do it even for a minute. Let's say you're tired and you want to go to bed. A minute or two is better than nothing. Yeah, okay. a minute or two is better than nothing because when you go to sleep, you're going to fall back into darkness. Okay, so, yeah, because I, I always say, well, maybe I can do like four minutes, five minutes. Yeah. So it's not okay? Yes. Okay. A minute is better than nothing, folks. I'm telling you. And then after a while, it'll become natural. And during the day, you'll find yourself. Because God said he's in the present and we should pray without ceasing. That means that we should be aware. Being aware is prayer. He is he who allows us to see. All right? So, yeah, make sure. Don't be getting that drunk. <laughs> Wasn't it a good meeting on Thursday night? What? It was a good meeting Thursday night. I loved it. It was amazing. It was amazing, yeah. yeah. And I was so sleepy and tired. We saw it. Oh, we tired. saw it. I had done three hours of radio, three hours of the Father's State, and then counts, I think. And, I was, I was, and the last thing I felt like doing was a women's forum. <laughs> but I love the ladies enough to be here because if they want to come and work on this, who am I? You know, so it turned out very yeah, well. Yeah, we appreciate it because we did. We saw yeah. that you were really, really tired. I was out of it. Yeah. And yeah. you had to be up by four, I think. Yeah. But it was fun, though. I'm glad. Yeah, I we all enjoyed it, I think. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, yes, sir. Um, yeah. How did, you, how did you come to the... Um Realization that you have to forgive your parents. Like, what was that thought process? Because I had, long story short, I had been going to church and going to church and going to church, and I would read the Bible, quote the scriptures. I couldn't remember the scriptures, but I would have to look at the Bible and get them. I would pay my tithing offerings. I would go to church on Monday, Wednesday, no, Wednesday, Friday, and sometime on Saturday for men's conference or whatever they had, and Sunday morning, nothing was working. You know, it just wasn't working. And I would tell myself at church, you know, like, service would be really good, right? And I would say, oh, I'm not going to have sex today. This church is too good. <laughs> the preacher said, you're all supposed to sin. I am not sinning today. And as soon as the preacher said, amen, and I get in my car driving home, what do I do? I drive right to my girlfriend's house. I'm like, where am I going? All right, I'm going to do it this last time. 
And so finally I just asked God, you know, let me see myself. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm doing all the things they say do. I used to pray in other tongues and all that. You know, that, that was a waste of time. But God allowed me to see that I needed to forgive. I mean, really, he, he showed me that the thing that was holding me back, I had anger toward my parents. And prior to that, I did not know I had anger toward my parents. I had no clue. Because I felt what felt like love toward my parents. But that come from anger. That love that I felt came from anger. And when I realized that, man, I'm like, wow. So I went and forgave. And it was the hardest thing in the world for me to do, to face my mother. It was easier with the father than it was with the mother. But I did it. I was out of breath. I was scared. I could barely breathe. But once I did it, everything changed. And I've not looked back since. That's how I knew. He allowed me to see that. The one thing that was holding me back was unforgiveness. I needed to forgive. And that's why he said, if you have any problem with anyone, go to them and forgive them. Don't ask for forgiveness, but forgive. And he will forgive you. Because most people won't forgive you. They try to control you when you ask for forgiveness. No, you hurt my feeling. I ain't never going to forgive you. But, and so that's how I knew. He allowed, no person told me that. It was so weird. He allowed me to see that. How did they receive your forgiveness? My mother, uh, I was stunned. She started crying, and she apologized. And she said that she had not realized that she had done that to me. And for the first time in my life, she told me about her life. And exactly what she had done to me, her mother did to her. And I didn't know it. I thought my grandmother was an angel sent by God. (laughs) But she was hell sent by Satan. (laughs) She had done the same thing to my mother, and it was passed down. And that's the first time I ever heard of that. But I have not looked back. He took it away from me, and I felt free. I felt peaceful. No anger at all. And that was 30 years ago. And I've been through hell with folks, man. And I don't feel anything about it. And I was a beta male. Beta, beta male. I was pure beta. I was beta all the way. I was beta, beta, beta. One time a woman made me cry. You know I was beta. I'm serious. One time a woman made me cry. That's how much beta I was. And if I could change by forgiving, he would change you too. And it just happened by itself. You can't change yourself. You just need to see that you're wrong for being angry. But he allowed me to see that. That's what happened. Good question, man. Uh, Right here in the back. And then I'm coming to you, Michael. Yes, sir. Uh, Thanks. Is this your first time here? Yeah, it's my first time. What's your first name? Esteban. Esteban? Yes. You another Esteban? Yes. I heard this. Have you met the other one? Where's the I, other one? <laughs> Where's Esteban? Huh? Oh, uh, he would be in the bathroom. He a Mexican. In the bathroom. Go ahead. I'm glad you're here. We have another Esteban that I want to introduce you when you come out of the bathroom. Uh, thank you. I heard it on YouTube, so yeah. I look forward to meeting. Yeah. The but I want you to see what it looked like. Okay. Um, right. I, I came from, I come from Tijuana. And basically because I have a lot, a lot of hate. I hate my mother. I hate my father. Yeah. I hate God. I cannot bring myself around to, yeah. to pray. 
and I'm single, and that makes me feel even more hatred. Yes. Amazing. Uh, every human being who hate their fathers hate God. Every human being, man or woman, because you cannot love your, even the Bible says, how can you say you love your, they'll go Esteban. Uh, Esteban, his name is Esteban. <laughs> Uh, every human being who hate their earthly father hate God because how can you say you love your earthly father who you see and God who you've never seen so that's why you got to forgive your earthly father because he represent God on earth um, and the way to do it do you want to overcome this do you know that it's wrong to, to be hating yes yes yeah. and I want to overcome it and I feel it's a paradox because I'm single, and that makes me more hateful because I resent them for it. Yes. But the same way, I feel that the more I hate them, the, the less God is going to give me my woman because right. I'm not ready. You're going to pick the wrong woman. Yes. And you'll suffer. Um, it's enough to know that you hate. And then it's enough to know that it's wrong to hate. All right? And so you got to go and forgive. Do you realize your parents couldn't help themselves? Yes. So go and forgive them. Just like you can't help yourself, they could not help themselves. And so go and forgive them. It'll change just like that. Are you able to face your mother? Yeah. Can you go and forgive her? Uh, yes. Well, go and forgive her. Yes. And, forg and forgive your father. Everything will fall away and you'll be free. I'll That's try all it. it takes. I'll try that and, and come back. Yeah. Do they live until one or two? Yeah. Yeah. Go and forgive them. And, and God understands. And just realize your father couldn't help himself. Why do you hate your father? Um, well, for once, he was, uh, like, very macho. He used to bully me a lot when I was, like, he, four or five, calling me uh, uh, a nasty word, word for, for homosexual and stuff like that yeah. in front of anybody. Right. And, and then, uh, when I was seven, he left us for his lover. So, like, that makes me very angry because I'm like, wow, you mess me up and then you go. So I don't even get to have you close to me to feel a little bit stronger. That's right. And I, f I feel very insecure, insecure about yes. my oh. manhood because of that. Yes. So listen, tell him what you just told me. And I want you to realize he couldn't help it. He hated his mother. He's married to his mother. So he could not help you. He really couldn't help. It was wrong, but he couldn't help you. And tell him and then say, look, I'm sorry for hating you for that. I realize now you can help it. And then you'll be free. Are you doing the silent prayer? Uh, no, I cannot bring myself around to prayer. Uh, Satan doesn't want you to. He wants you to kill yourself. That's yeah. why he's making you hate yourself and everybody. Because eventually you'll feel like life is not worth it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Life is worth it. Believe me, life is amazing when you overcome that anger. But you got to go and forgive your father. He could not help himself. If he could have done better, he would have. Likewise with your mother, too. They can't help themselves. Yeah, that, that's exactly All right. right. Will you try that and let me know what happens? Yeah, I'll do it, uh, and I'll come back. Yeah, okay. Make sure you come back. The beauty is you know that you have this hatred, and, th and you know that it's wrong. That's all God needs from you. He needs for you to see that you're wrong to hate your fellow man. All right? All right. So do that and come back and let me know what happened. And then start doing the silent prayer. I highly recommend it. Thanks. All right? I, I'm going to try it again. I'm glad to see you, man. Same here. All right. 
Uh, anybody else over here? Okay. Right here, and then right here, and then here, and then Michael. And I got to deal with something. We got to end on time. He's going to yell at me. Go ahead. Uh, can you talk? Oh. A, can you talk about? Uh, do you think it's important to wake up at like you know four or five or six a.m. like really early in the morning to like start your day? Because uh, I you've mentioned like that you wake up at like five or something. Because your radio four. show is is at six, right? Right. And I mean, there's lots of articles and stuff talking about waking up super early. I even think it's like in the Bible to like wake up early. But yeah, God says seek Him early in the morning. Yeah, and so no later than six a.m. Yeah, so you, you think we should all be waking up? We should be done at with it by six a.m. Yeah, no later. Oh, than done 6 with it. Yeah. Well, even start at six. No later your, than that. Yeah, yeah, start your silent prayer or whatever at six a.m. Yeah, no then. later than that. That's why He says seek Me early. Yeah, early because after that, Satan started getting busy. You can think of all these things you have to do, and he makes you think you don't have time for it. It's best to do it first so God can guide you through your day. Mm-hmm. Things are simpler. Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah. Every day? Uh, Yeah. Every night? Uh, Not every, I mean, you know, like it's like uh, one minute, lie. two minutes. Every day? One, one minute or two minutes. Every day? I, I guess not every day, though. Uh, see, like, when they go, ah. Uh, and they look up at the sky. Yeah. I knew you were lying. That's why I was asking about it. You know? Huh? That's why I was asking about it. Why don't you do it every day and every night, at um, least? Uh, I was doing it for like a few months, every day and every night. No, why don't you do it every day and every night now? Because uh, this just like just being, this like just accepting thing, it's like, uh, I don't know. I just didn't. Uh, maybe because I don't quote unquote see like results that I want to see, then it well, might then not quote unquote be working. Suffer so. then. Yeah, right. So, I mean. I'm telling you, when people come whining to you, and, oh, my back hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Let their back hurt. They are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. I'm telling you. And they deserve to suffer. No mommy them, no daddy them. Let them suffer because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And they got all these sad stories. He know to pray. Don't you know to pray, right? I mean, I do pray, but I wasn't, I haven't been doing like the silent prayer so way. So you're not praying then? I mean, not you do the, the silent hooping prayer hollering? I wouldn't say hooping and hollering, but I talk to God, yeah. You talking to God? I mean, I speak words to who I believe I'm talking to God. You, uh, know, you talk to Satan, man. <laughs> So any words that you're speaking, you like, like if, I, if, if I go right now, if I go, uh, God, um, you know, please give me strength or whatever, right? Right. I'm talking to Satan right then. I'm not talking to God. Yes. How, how, what are you talking? What do you mean? How, how can I not be talking? I'm, I'm like praying to God, right? Like, Lord, you know, like, but he, please give me some strength or something, right? Like, how am I talking to Satan? And does he give you strength when you go, Lord, please give me strength? <laughs> Does he give it to you? I mean, I, maybe sometimes. I don't know. He doesn't. Yeah. I, I, I really can't say yes or no. I, mean, I don't know. No, he doesn't give it to you. You're still weak right now. That's why you don't sit still and pray. But I, 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 when I, you I, ask, if I were you, I wouldn't ask God to give me strength. That was an example. No. Oh, do you ever ask for that? I've asked for strength and wisdom and patience, all that stuff. And boy, he he's given me opportunities no, to, to that. do all right, that stuff. Right, because the moment you ask yeah. for strength, he's gonna let all kind of hell come right. upon you. So you can become stronger. So right? it's best to just live it. So I haven't really been doing it. So 
I never ask God to give me strength. Yeah. Or like because ask God for wisdom because he's going to do something. Out, and then now you got to be strong with the hell. Yeah. Or, I, you know, give me money. I don't ask for money either. Yeah. Because the moment you ask for money, now you got to work real hard. Yeah. <laughs> so it's best to just, just be and just do the silent prayer and don't yeah. ask God for anything. Let your will be done. Don't ask or, God for anything. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, Father, you see my needs. Yeah. He already know your needs. Just, if you're going to ask anything, ask God to uh, Why let his will be done. Why you got to be begging? Uh, I guess because it goes back to the thing, like, you know, like I've talked about before, this feeling of, like, potentially something's missing. Uh, and, but if you, you're saying that if you return to God and then nothing's going to feel like it's missing. Right. And it's going to be you perfect, perfect and you're just going to be... So nothing is missing. So, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. You're such a hard-headed man. I guess so. You remind me of my mama. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I suppose I'm just really stubborn. Yeah, man. just suffer okay. until you're ready. And die. Yeah. Suffer and die. Suffer. Let me take right here and right here and then Michael. And then I got to tell you something real quick now because we're running out of time. Right here. And go to this young lady, uh, and then Michael. Uh, just two questions. One probably really quick. The other one, you know, not so much. But uh, I heard a couple times you talk about not letting color people in the country because they're going to sort of. Yeah, we need to start all over. Right, because they're the social, they have a socialist mindset, and they destroy, and they don't build, that sort of thing. I've right. heard that. But what's the difference? And I heard you on um, – JF, you know JF, uh, that French dude, your uh, YouTube channel you're on? I guess. Um, yeah. I'm uh, on people's shows. I don't know their name or anything. Just do it. And you were saying he, he kind of asked you if you would want to live in an et- a white ethno state, and, and you got you, you know, you said, yeah, that worst comes to worst, push comes to shove, that sort of thing. But so that made me think, what's the difference between not wanting colored people and but then that other dude, that angry dude, not wanting Jews? In his country, I don't hate them. Right. You can speak the truth and not hate. It's so amazing. And the reason I'm sick of color people, I'm not sick of them, but <laughs> they don't build. In the good old days when boys were boys and men were men, black Americans had a different personality. Right. They got married. Abortion was unheard of. Uh, they worked for themselves, and if someone didn't like them, we never even thought about that. So until they sort their we issues We did out. our own thing. We build. We work. We did our own thing. Um, and now they are victims now because they've been so destroyed morally and no families. And they keep destroying stuff. I don't want people in my country that destroy. So I need Columbus to come back. <laughs> Have you seen him lately? Uh, I'll, I'll ring him. I'll Tell call him. Tell him I'm looking for him. Yeah. Um, okay. And so that's why. Look how they destroy. Look at this boy. He, he's not building. He's destroying. Uh-huh. Uh, Molet. Smollett. 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 <laughs> and then what's so bad about it, I, I, I would think that majority of black people would say, no, 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 this is wrong. We're not going to accept this. But they're not saying that. Right. And so they're going to only get worse. Why would I want them here? I would try, try to wait till they all die out, but they won't die. Um, okay. What's, Second question is, it's a quick one. How... How long did you mourn after your father died? Was it a... That's a good question. A week or... And this is the truth, and I thought that I would, but not at all. Oh, okay. Because my father and I had become one, and it's through him, because I, when I went to forgive my father, 
It was no problem. I asked him what happened. He told me, and we're done. I had only gotten one side of the story prior to that. And so my father and I became one, my earthly father. Through him, I was able to go to God. And so once he died, because I had a lot of good times with him, we, my dad was liberal too. Beta! <laughs> my father used to, he remarried, and he used to hate his wife. And every time I would go to visit, the first thing he would do is tell on his wife. His wife would say something to him. He'd be like, no, Pachi, she's mean. And he would just talk about his wife. I'm like, Dad, you need to stand up. You need to stop hating your mother. But we had a tight relationship. So when he died, I didn't mourn at all. Okay. And I was surprised by that. That's a good question. That's why you got to overcome this evil, Paul. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't have it. Everybody else did, but not me. Yeah. Uh, yes, ma'am. Does um, disliking someone equals hate? Yes. You can disagree, but you can't have any feelings about it. I disagree with a lot of people. Honestly, I don't feel anything about it. I don't dislike them or anything. It's the same as hating. People can't help themselves. If they could do better, they would, really. Is this your first time here? In the shirt, the good guy? Yes. Amazing. Uh, what's your first name? Landon, yeah. how did you hear about us? Uh, well, he actually showed me, uh, he had found a clip of you on Instagram, the where you called Amber Rose a slut maker. Or no, you said men are slut makers. Yeah, are you a slut maker? No. <laughs> slut maker. <laughs> You're not a slut maker? Uh-uh. You used to be a slut maker? Uh, I'd say, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm glad you're here, man. How old yeah, are you again? I'm 20. Oh, this is Z, Generation Z. You guys are waking up. You're going to save the world. You really are. Any questions for me? I don't have any right now, no. All right. And what's your name? Leader. And how old are you? 30. You're 30? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The, uh. the one behind. Yeah. <laughs> he, you, he's been here before. Yeah. What's your name? Cameron. Cameron. Uh, how old are you? 18. 18? Yes, sir. That's amazing. Any questions? No questions. Uh, what was it about the video that caught your attention? I like a good troll. I thought you were a troll at first. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then I yeah. went and checked out your videos, and I saw you had some depth. And yeah. I really liked what you said. And, I mean, I watched the rest of the interview, and that's the thing, too. I could have saw that, just the clip where you, the slut maker line. And, yeah. I mean, I thought it was funny, but I could see how people would get a little bent out of shape about that. But I went and did some research on you, and I, I like what I saw, yeah. Right on. I'm glad to be here, and I'm, uh, all the guys were welcome, really welcoming when I got here. Right on. So I appreciate it. I'm glad of that. Um, I don't understand why they got mad at me for, for saying sluts <laughs> and being slut maker because the whole purpose of the rally was to say they were proud of being sluts. So why would they get mad at me for saying, are you a slut? <laughs> Is your mama a slut? Remember that? <laughs> this one black girl proud to be a slut. And she's like, everybody a slut. Everybody. She was naming everybody. And I said, is your mama a slut? My mama. <laughs> you know I mean? So why would they get mad at me if they were proud to be sluts? That makes sense, right? Yes. Yeah. And then, and then I said, well, she said, well, even... She said, you a slut, Jesse. Men are sluts. I said, no, men can't be sluts. Well, what are men? Slut makers. 
And now everywhere I go to the gym and other places, look at me saying, I'm a slot maker. <laughs> they want to buy the T-shirt and everything. Amazing. Any questions for me? No questions, Jesse. Okay. Uh, here and then there. And then I got to end it. But I got this one thing to halfway share, and then I got to end. Yes, Michael. We have a super chat from Jean Wise. Thank you, Jean. And her, or the question is, what does it mean to be baptized by fire? I don't know. I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they say that it means the Holy Spirit come upon you and that the Holy Spirit is like fire. But that's made up stuff. But I think that's what it means. I think that's what it means to you. I don't know. I got to ask the Lord about that one. <laughs> Not sure. But it's a good question. And I had a separate question. Yeah. I wanted to know, are Christian values American values? Yes. This country was built on those values. That's why we became the light on the, on the hill, the shining light on the hill. Because the other world was not done, doing it, and we were. That's what made us so good. That's why they're trying to put out the lights now. You put out the light of man, the light is out. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I, I find your organization very interesting and in that you also say on some of your videos that men are being attacked. I truly believe that. Yeah. Have you taken your message to the prison population? Yes. Especially young men? Yes. It's real. It's very interesting. When we go to the prisons and jails, a lot of those guys are in there for murdering, robbing, all kind of stuff. And when they hear how that anger started, what drove them, they start crying. Because they're like, why didn't somebody tell me this? They didn't know all they had to do was forgive. And they admit that they all hate their mothers and they yearn for their fathers. Okay. But no one never told them, hey, you need to go and forgive your mother and explain it to them. Okay. And so it's, it's an awful feeling. Okay, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question. So listen, I got to tell you this. Oh, Last week, the young lady, his mother, the young lady that was sitting there, she said that we are a cult. Remember that? And so I would think about that all week. That's what I like when my enemies speak, too, because you can learn from it. I'm like, what is a cult? And so I thought about it all week, just thought about it, and I realized that the whole world is a cult. It really is. Just think about it. You have a group of people out there saying abortion is a woman's choice. All they're doing is repeating what someone else said. That's a cult. And they're following that idea. You have people out there who think racism exists. And they only say it, think it and say it because someone else said it. That's a cult. You have people who have read the Bible, right? And they think that all you got to do is read the Bible. And so they start quoting the Bible to you. Nothing deep. Just quote the Bible. That's a cult. Everything is a cult, if, if what she said is. Uh, and I know we think of cult as Jim Jones, and I guess that is too, because you follow another man, right? But here's what, and I thought, why is that? Why is that happening? What I realized is that you have to be careful not to hold on to words. Because I've noticed that even in this church, some people hear my words, and they'll say, no, I'm not going to hold on to them. But they'll start repeating my words. They'll, they'll go out and attack people and get in bad situations because they say, deceive you to make you think you know the truth. He will use my words 
to make you think that you know the truth. And all you're doing is believing a lie and you're going out there now repeating me and you find yourself in situations because you're not hearing it from God. You're not allowing it to be, to be revealed to you, right? And so when you start repeating me and end up in a bad situation, they'll say, oh, you're in a cult because they can see all you're doing is repeating me. I don't repeat people. I, I, if I don't know, I don't know. If it's revealed to me to know, I got started because it was revealed. The question he asked, how did you know you had to forgive? It was revealed to me that I needed to forgive. And so I want to encourage you to get, don't, don't do that. And how do you, how many of you know when God is revealing or you just learn something and you think that you know it? How many of you can recognize that? Oh, good. Yeah, you got to recognize, did I really get this from God or am I just repeating Jesse or someone else? All right. You have to, because Satan is real slick. He'll make you think that you know something that you don't know. I had a friend of mine who would uh, repeat me and he would do, I would come, when I would travel, I would come back and tell him all kind of stories that happened. How I had a fight with the flight attendant or somebody, right? And so it will always turn out well. And so he would repeat me. So he went out and did that. He had a fight. He was at the airport one day, had an argument with the flight attendant. They almost put him in jail. <laughs> I was like, that's because you repeat me. When you are guided by God, things happen perfectly at the right time, at the right moment, and you don't end up in trouble. You know what I mean? So I really want you to be careful with that. All right. Otherwise, you make me into that, I guess. And I won't know. I don't have a coat. You guys don't even give me enough money. <laughs> and, and, and none of y'all follow me. When I go home, I go by myself. I don't even want no coat. And I want you to be free. I want the same God within that's guiding me to guide you. And I got my information from him. And then we come in fellowship together. But I'm not your leader. Don't quote this stuff. And some of you guys are going out there wearing mega hats and stuff like that because you heard me say, speak up. Uh, but that's not the right way to do it. You don't go looking for trouble. Don't put on your mega hat just to have trouble. You end up getting killed. You have to be guided how to do it. And then when you're led to do it, it's done in the right way. All right, that makes sense. Just because I say speak up, that don't mean you go looking for, I don't look for trouble. I allow God to put me in the place and whatever I need to do, he'll work through me and it'll turn out well. So when I say speak up, I don't mean just come up with crazy stuff. Tell everybody you hate your mama or put on a mega hat and all that. That's crazy. I want you to be able to see that you listen to the wrong voice and think with God, he loves us. So he's going to cause things to happen in the right way at the right time. Otherwise, be quiet and just live your life. Just be. And you'll see when to speak up, when not to, when to wear your hat, when not to. I wore my T-shirt to the barbershop yesterday. It says, the great white hope. And it had President Trump face on it. And we all had fun at the barbershop. And they don't agree with me at all about it. One guy, an older man was there. He couldn't hardly see. I got right in his face. They're like, look at just a T-shirt. And I got ready, and he like, oh, my God, no. I hate him. You shouldn't have that. I hate him, right? But it was all in fun because of the right timing. 
and God will put you in places at the right time. You can't be quoting me or think you're standing up and at the wrong time. Anybody ever done that? Yeah. And one last thing, because I can't take questions. Stop looking for leaders. God is your leader. I don't have a leader. I do not have a physical leader. The president is my president, but he's working for me. And right now he's trying to do the job that I hire him for, and I'm grateful. But he's not my leader. Christ is my leader, my brother. God is my leader. And he's in all of you, and he will lead you if you doubt words. Let words pass through your ear. Don't hold on to them. And you'll see what to do. Stop acting out, folks. Anybody ever done that? Just, you've done that? Tell me real fast what happened. Uh, It was kind of a process to kind of, you bringing this up in the last couple of days, it came to my attention that, you know, I woke up for the most part, but then you do start doing it. You think you need to go and let everybody know. Right. Uh, But it, there's times where it, it works and you can see it feels good. And there's other times where That's it's right. right over their heads yeah. and it's, it started to question it. But then there's a lot of couple of days and you bring this up, it really drove it home. Oh, good, man. Yeah. All these guys are going out there in the public and getting in trouble because they think they're speaking up. That's not the way to do it, folks. Just live your life. Just be and the opportunity will come and you will see what to do. And it will all work out just fine. All right. So be careful with that. And don't hold on to any My words, don't hold on to them. And don't just start repeating them back. <clears throat> because God is with you and he'll allow you to see. All right? That makes sense? Yeah. All right. In the white shirt, you have one question or anything, I tell you I'll come back to you. This is your first time here. <laughs> um, no, no question. I'm just glad to be here. And I okay. um, uh, appreciate the silent prayer. I'm doing it two to three times a day. And um, it's working, I feel. Right on, man. I'm glad you came, man. Appreciate it. One other thing, once you get to know yourself, you will know that Jesus has this. You're going to know that. Once you keep your eyes on yourself, because some people want to know, how do you really know Jesus has this, right? Once you know yourself, you have no doubt that Jesus is with you. It ain't nothing like what you've been told. It's nothing like that. So make sure you keep an eye on yourself, be honest with yourself, and just don't go out there quoting my words. It'll be given to you what to do. All right? And then next Sunday, if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, we're going to talk about why y'all think God is sex or made sex. <laughs> that is so funny to me. I didn't know people thought this. I had no idea until somebody said it at the barbershop. Or oh, a friend of mine said it. I can't say it at the barbershop. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Don't forget, we have counseling service, the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Um, Oh, we have a home for young men, even though it's full right now. If you're looking for a place, you need to let us know. So if something pop up, we'll let you know. Uh, Don't forget to donate to us. We need your support, folks. We really need. We've got a lot of stuff to do. We're looking for a new building now because they're going to tear this one down. And so we got to really save up for that as well. Uh, we have books and all that kind of stuff for sale, all right? And if you are interested in our Entrepreneur Academy uh, and you're a male 15 and over, make sure you get the information in. One pager is all that we ask, all right? And then we'll look at it. When we start the next class, we'll let you know. 
for all men. Amen. And don't forget to pray. Speak up, but don't resent. All right? And the same thing applies to all of you. And I really appreciate you coming. And don't give up on yourself. If you have a step back, no big deal. Don't judge yourself. Let every thought go. And it'll just work itself out. God is with you. And stay with the prayer. All right? And uh, I'll see you next Sunday. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hold on just a minute. Hold on.